You are listening to Mountain Bike Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Mountain Bike Radio. I'm Andrea, and you're listening to A Girl Who Rides. Today, I'll be sharing a post I wrote for my blog back in February about my distaste for hill climbs. Sorry, I said as my foot slipped off the pedal during a small hill climb. And again, as I slowed to a halt on a switchback corner. Sorry. If you've ever been behind me on a group ride, chances are you've heard me say this word many times. I say it instinctively, as if to shield myself from criticism or condemnation, to ward off the attack that never comes. Newsflash, the person riding behind you probably doesn't care that you currently suck at climbing or descending or cornering. My husband Jason used to ride behind me on climbs. Listening to my constant apologies really bothered him, not because I was slow or had to stop a few times, but because I felt the need to keep telling him I was sorry. I believe, dude, I don't care, was his exact sentiment. Now he goes ahead on the climbs to avoid my self-defeating hill climb monologues. I still lead on the descents, which are my strengths, but my mind is fixated on those sections of trail where I come undone. I'm tired of sucking at climbing, and also tired of invariably announcing it. So I've decided to take action. I'm on a mission to turn myself into a great climber. The first step is figuring out why I hate climbing so much. The answer? Because I suck at it. Why is that? Because I avoid it at all costs. In my head, I've made hills out to be some unconquerable behemoth, something to never face. The second step, removing my clipless pedals from my bike and switching back to flats. Don't worry, I'm not moving over to the flats or die camp yet, but clipless pedals are not helping me learn to climb. Anytime I'll slow down or approach a technical section, my right foot will unclip and be on the ground without me even realizing it. Another bad habit. Going back to flat pedals is like learning to mountain bike all over again, the right way relying on body position and smooth pedal stroke. Step three, hill repeats, several times per week at a small park. The hills are short and rocky and perfect for a short training session after work. If my foot hits the ground during a climb, I start all over again at the bottom. While challenging and often frustrating, this has actually started to be fun. One day, I realized at the end of an hour and a half of riding that my bank card fell out of my pack somewhere on the trail. I retraced my entire ride trying to find it, and I made it up every climb on the first try. I thought, why can't I ride like this all of the time? It turns out, I can. I just have to focus on the crest of the climb and not all of the rocks, which are just distractions along the way. So, what am I so sorry for? Sorry for showing up, trying my hardest, testing my limits, or facing my fears? These are not things to be sorry for. These are things to be celebrated. So that entry was written about six months ago, and the amount of progress I've made since then is pretty amazing. My rides were maxing out before at around 10 to 15 miles, and I was normally riding only like five to six miles at a time. My legs would just get so tired so fast, uh, but now it's August, and I'm shooting for 20 to 30 mile rides on the weekend. Uh, keep in mind, I live in the inferno that is Phoenix. I'm not just talking about improvements in my riding, though. The main change since I've started really trying to focus on tackling hills and not just being sorry for myself all the time has been with my attitude while I'm on the bike. I have a tendency to really love my bike after a ride, but sometimes on a ride, I would get so discouraged before I would even try something. Like, I was deciding before I even attempted a climb, if I was going to make it to the top or not. It's not cool to do that to yourself because you're you're limiting what you can do. 
So as soon as I stopped doing that, I really started to enjoy my rides for what they were, which is just riding. Like you're riding to have fun. You're not riding to torture yourself or put yourself down. And I think it's really easy to do that, especially when you're not naturally good at something. I don't really have any natural athletic ability, so I have to work hard at everything that I want to do. So it's it's frustrating to know that other people can just make it up a climb just based on the fact that they're better naturally at something than you are. So it feels even better now, a few months later, that I know that I've had to put in all this work and that's made the climbs totally worth it because now when I see a climb, I know instantly that even if I can't make it up to the top on the first try, I'm not going to stop trying until I've made it to the top or I'll break it down into sections. That's really helped too, is if I can't make it up all in one shot, if it's just too difficult, I'll take half of it. If I can get half of it in one shot and then break it up into little pieces for the rest of it, I'm okay with that. So that's kind of been the main thing since forcing myself to do hill climbs is being a little more sure of myself on the bike, which is a really good feeling. For more stories like this, visit my blog, andreariderides-a-bike.blogspot.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Andrea Rides a Bike or on Twitter at a girl who rides. If you're interested in becoming a mountain bike radio member, head to the website mountainbikeradio.com/membership. They've got all the information there about the different levels of membership and the benefits that come along with it. Thanks for listening to A Girl Who Rides. <laughs>